If necessity is the mother of all invention, then what does ingenuity give birth to? Hey friends, welcome to Sipping on the Sabbath on the Road Edition. So I'm coming to you today from the Monastery of St. Joseph, the Carmelite Sisters in St. Agatha, which is just a little bit west of Kitchener-Waterloo, for those of you who know your Ontario geography. And I'm here spending some time on retreat, but also wanted to produce an episode of Sipping on the Sabbath, this On the Road edition. And I'm grateful to the Carmelite Sisters for welcoming me in, allowing me to spend some quiet time here today. It's a hard gospel for us to understand, and we're left perhaps scratching our head a little bit, wondering what the Lord is up to in teaching us this story, this parable. And because Jesus is the story writer, we have to pay attention, not just dismiss what he's saying, but really to pay attention to what he is saying and what he's moving our hearts to understand about ourselves. I can put this gospel passage in the context of an experience I had a few years ago when I was chaplain at the Catholic Chaplaincy at York University here in Toronto. And one of the students on campus was caught selling fraudulent beer tickets. Not that I've ever done that in my life. <laughs> I don't have that association with this fellow. But uh, he was selling these fraudulent beer tickets to social events on campus, uh, got caught, and thought to himself, like the manager in today's gospel, now what am I supposed to do? And so what he did was he decided to give all the money he had raised fraudulently back to the university. They accepted that, and because of his decision, his ingenuity, really, and trying to cover up his butt, he wasn't expelled from a school. But again, it points to the, the purpose or the, the meaning of today's gospel, really, that the takeaway for today is that the Lord is not condoning a fraudulent behavior. The Lord's not condoning or taking advantage of situations to our benefit. But instead, what the Lord is speaking about here in today's gospel, what he is encouraging is ingenuity. The ingenuity of the manager, the ingenuity of this student getting caught selling fraudulent beer tickets. We are very, very good at being quite ingenious at what, it need, what needs to be done to benefit ourselves. The Lord is saying, are you going to take that same level of ingenuity and use it to advance the kingdom of God, use it to grow in the spiritual life. So that's what the gospel is all about. We want to challenge, a channel ra rather, <laughs> I need some coffee. <laughs> I've been talking a long time here without taking a drink of coffee. And believe me, I brought my own coffee from home. <laughs> I just, I'm getting wise in my old age. Uh, if I'm traveling somewhere, Take your own coffee, Alan. You'll, you'll benefit from it. So I'm benefiting from my own coffee. Anyway, we got to channel the virtue of ingenuity to advance the kingdom of God. Bernard Lonergan, 
talked about this gospel passage and it was his reflection that inspired me uh, to consider that ingenuity is the antithesis of, of fear, um, cynicism, of complaint, of desperation, of, of hopelessness. And when we look at our world, you know, the situation of our countries, our government, uh, the church, um, families, you know, ourselves, it can be easy to fall into cynicism, hopelessness, despair, criticism. But instead, we need to tap into the, the grace that the Lord Jesus is offering to us and channel that energy, that ingenuity that he has gifted us with to advance the kingdom of God and to bring ourselves and others into a deeper encounter uh, with him. Ingenuity moves us not to focus on the problems. Ingenuity moves us to focus on the solutions. Where are the possibilities before me that I can use to glorify God, that I can use to grow in the spiritual life, that I can use to benefit other people? This ingenuity. St. Paul, in our reading today, the second reading from 1 Timothy, reminds us of the importance of praying for those in high positions, praying for the king, you know, and just as an aside here, um, I, I don't think it's odd. I think it's too odd to be odd. It has to be God. So we have this reading today from 1 Timothy, where Timothy's encouraging us to pray for the king and those in authority, and certainly in light of the recent death of Queen Elizabeth II, and the testimonies, the witnesses that we have seen and heard, maybe you're watching stuff on TV, listening on the radio, certainly her life has had an effect, an impact in the life of, of others. We pray for the repose of her soul, comfort and consolation of her family, and following the advice of Paul in the second reading, we pray for the king. We pray here in Canada for now King Charles III, who is our monarch, our head of state, and the reason we are praying for them is so that they can have an experience of God, that they can, um, can come to know the Lord. One of the things, you know, as I'm watching television, prayer services, testimonies, witnesses, etc., from people all over the UK, all over the world, is that this is an incredible opportunity that those who are watching the, the prayer services, liturgies, etc., from around the world in honor of the life of Queen Elizabeth II, it can be an incredible moment. It can be an incredible opportunity to witness to Jesus, to witness to the faith. Anything that I've seen and heard and, and watched, People have not been ashamed or afraid or timid, you know, to mention the name of Jesus and to point out the fact that Queen Elizabeth had a very strong personal faith in uh, Jesus Christ. So all of these services and prayers, etc., can, can be real opportunities tapping into that ingenuity that the Holy Spirit wants to bless us with so that others who are maybe sitting on the fence or maybe don't know Jesus 
or will be inspired and encouraged to make a decision. I want to know who Jesus is. Who is this Jesus that Queen Elizabeth II had such a devotion to? And what, what made Jesus have such an impact in her life? And I want Jesus to have an impact in my life. So it's an evangelistic moment. We need to pray uh, for the king and pray that he has a, a life uh, blessed and dedicated and honored to the Lord Jesus. So this ingenuity, Pope Francis talks about the vital role of being an ingenious individual for the advancement of the gospel. Pope Francis talks about how we can use new methods, new models, new means to evangelize. Going back to my time at York University as chaplain, which was an, indeed a truly blessed time. Every year, you know, Frosh Week, all the different groups on campus are trying to get new members to join. And we would do similar things. We would get out on campus and walk around and meet the new students, etc. And one of the, I believe, ingenious things we did one year is that we passed out to the students on campus craft dinner boxes kd all university students they love kd and so we we're passing out these boxes of craft dinner and on the back of each box what we did was we we taped the liturgical chaplaincy schedule so mass times adoration times confession times etc to the back of each box of Katie and these boxes went all over campus and we just pray that the Lord would use that as an opportunity to to bring new students which he did now you know you're a student on campus you're having your KD you know don't we all like to read the back of the box whether it's the back of the cereal box or back of the KD box and there's the mass schedule and the the address and the website and, and the whole bit and we just prayed every year that the Lord would send the people who needed to be sent, and he did. So it's thinking outside the box, being ingenious, in, in ingenuity when it comes to uh, proclaiming the gospel. We are not about maintenance. we got to think outside the box and move everything, all the resources at our disposal, to advancing the mission of the gospel. And that requires that we be rather ingenious in our actions. This whole ministry, sipping on the Sabbath, where did it come from? It came as a result of the pandemic. Here, the churches are closed, no access to the people. What am I going to do? Am I going to give in to despair, or hopelessness, you know, cynicism, criticism? No. Be ingenious and get yourself a camera and a light and a, and a microphone and put on a jacket and make... <laughs> make yourself some coffee and there we are right so even coming here to the monastery of saint joseph the carmelite sisters i just transformed one of the spare bedrooms into a studio and found some stuff around the place and you know a couple of props for the the back of the room here even got a bowl of fruit and it's real fruit by the way it's not plastic fruit but it's all being just this this ingenuity right not allow certain situations in life to stop us or bug, bung us down. Just, I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta proclaim the gospel. When it comes to being ingenious for me, 
oh, I can be pretty ingenious, right? In terms of my physical health, you know, food, you know, rest, you know, um, whatever, right? Bank account, you know, all stuff. We can be pretty good, right? We want to get, we want to get, we can get it. We, can, oh yeah, get out of the way, right? Well, it's the same what the Lord is saying when it comes to the ingenuity of proclaiming the gospel. Am I in, as industrious and creative and enthusiastic and passionate about the kingdom as I am about the things of this world? The Lord says you can't serve God and wealth. Serving God is not a part-time job. It's not a volunteer position. I want to be all in. I want to be totally in, in place myself and all the ingenuity that the Holy Spirit stirs up in me. I want to place all that at the service of God and others to bring as many people as possible into an encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ using all means, all methods, all models to do so. So let us pray. So Lord Jesus, we thank you for the gift of today. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for the gift of all the various ministries, Lord, that you are stirring up in our midst. For all those, Lord Jesus, in our midst who have given you their yes, we want to imitate that, Lord Jesus. We too, Jesus, want to say yes to you today, Lord. We repent of all the times, Lord, we have used all of our ingenuity to serve only ourselves. Lord Jesus, help us. Set us on fire, Holy Spirit, with an enthusiasm, with an ingenuity that places all the gifts, all the talents that you have given us at your disposal, Lord Jesus. We want to truly be women and men, Lord Jesus, who are falling ever, ever more deeply in love with you each and every day, Lord Jesus. We continue to pray, Lord Jesus, for all those who are listening, all those who are watching this podcast, Lord, that the words spoken here today, Lord, would sink down into their hearts, into all of our hearts, and would produce abundant and good fruit for your kingdom, Lord Jesus. We pray for the repose of soul of Queen Elizabeth II, for the comfort and consolation of her family, and we pray for King Charles III, Lord, that you would hear and answer the prayers the desires of his heart, and that all those, Lord, all over the world who are watching all the proceedings surrounding the, the prayers, the services, the memorials for Queen Elizabeth II, would, Lord Jesus, have an opportunity to hear your name being testified to and glorified, and that they would, Lord Jesus, open their hearts to you, Lord, and that through the medium of television and the internet and the radio, that they, Lord Jesus, would hear your gentle voice calling them back to you. Hear your voice, Lord Jesus, introducing yourself to them. And that they would, as we too desire to, Jesus, say yes to you, Lord. Yes to you, Jesus, in a new real and powerful way. Call us back to yourself, Lord Jesus, and we praise you and we thank you, Jesus, that you are at work. You are indeed calling your people back to yourself, calling us back to you, 
Jesus, Mother Mary, and St. Joseph, and all of our guardian angels and patron saints, especially from this place here, all the saints, all the blesseds of the Carmelite order, please pray for us that we truly be men and women who are ingenious in our desire to proclaim the name of Jesus and to make him known. Amen. Okay, well, there you go. God bless you. I am on retreat for the majority of the days of this week, and I will certainly be praying for all of you. Please uh, pray for me. Thank you for your ongoing uh, financial support that makes this ministry possible. Remember that when we're powerless, that's when we're strong, and victory is indeed gained through surrender. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Stay caffeinated, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.